What's up, podcast people? This is Nicole here for another episode of Positively Nicole. Now, today I want to talk about letting go um, of painful feelings in the past. Now, this is something that I struggle with every single day. I struggle with the fact that my mom and I haven't spoken in seven plus years. I struggle with the fact that I've had relationships um, that I haven't been able to get closure on. I um, struggle with the fact that, you know, I'm going through a lot and that it seems like life isn't always the way that it's supposed to be. I've struggled with relationships in general. Now, letting go is is important. A lot of times you can't get to where you want in your future because you're so stuck in the past. Now, I've struggled with moving on from my past. Again, I've struggled with ridding myself of guilt and shame. I've struggled with freeing myself from mistakes that I've made, past relationships, and worries about the future. Now, here's the thing. It's not that I haven't tried. Believe me, I've tried really, really hard. I've written goodbye letters to people. I've mentally cut the cords and gone back into the pain to free myself fully from it. There have been days when I've cried my eyes out, talked about it, been to counseling, the whole nine. Now, what I've tried has helped to some extent, but not completely. So instead of moving on, I felt stuck between my past and my future. And that's not the place to set up camp. Both you and I know that. Well, it's frustrating because I'm fully aware of the importance of letting go and moving on. I get it. I know that attachment is the reason that we suffer. I know that past pain, anger, and resentment holds us back. Letting go is essential though, but it's not always easy to apply that theory to practice. If you've also struggled with it, here's another approach that has helped me to truly let go and move on. And I can't tell you about all the different articles I've read, all the things, the videos that I've watched on YouTube. All of those have um, brought me to what I'm going to talk about now. Now, you're probably asking why letting go is hard. First of all, everything is about energy. Our thoughts and feelings emit a vibration. And what we send out to the world is ultimately what we receive back. Now, it's simple. Whatever we give our attention to, wanted or unwanted, grows. If you focus on happiness, joy, and satisfaction, you'll experience more of that. On the other side, if you focus on pain, regret, and guilt, you'll experience more of that. Now just think about it. Have you ever tried to rid yourself of stress only to have found yourself getting more stress, especially when you know you shouldn't stress? Or have you ever told yourself to stop worrying only to have found more things to worry about? So here's the thing. Unless you're able to truly let go, meaning that you withdraw that attention completely from it, you're more likely to focus on the unwanted and thus draw more of that into your life. Now, these are two steps um, that I truly believe will help you out. Now, number one is say yes to what is. You can't reject or push against the unwanted. You can't focus on a problem and find a solution because the solution is never where the problem is. So you have to shift your focus. You shift your focus by first accepting what is. If you want to let go of that shame, start by first accepting that you feel shameful. Don't argue with their thoughts and feelings. Don't resist them. Don't try to push them away. Instead, give them permission to exist. For example, to accept guilt over something that has happened, tell yourself, yes, I'm guilty. If you struggle with forgiveness like I do, tell yourself, yes, that's right. I can't forgive this person. Now, it doesn't mean that what you're saying is true. Instead, it's a tool to control your negative thoughts and emotions so that they don't control you.
By agreeing with them, the battle between you and them will end. When there's nothing more to argue about, they lose the power over you. Now, here's my second step. Let in instead of letting go. Once you reach a place of complete acceptance, you can move on to the second step. This is about inviting the new. Now, letting go can easily trigger fear. When you leave something behind and don't know what to replace it with, you leave space for the unknown. And the unknown is scary. Just like change is always scary, especially when you don't know what's coming next. That's why you might find yourself clinging to the unwanted because that's what's familiar and known to you. Now, to make sense that this doesn't happen, consciously decide what's coming next. Let in instead of letting go. Rather than pushing away the unwanted, invite the wanted. Now, when I left um, my job with Pitt County Schools um, in search of another career working at a charter school, I battled with shame. Shame for stepping off the beaten path, for making a controversial choice, and for not having a clear path in front of me. It was when I finally stopped fighting shame that I was able to clearly see. That's when I could invite curiosity to join me instead. Curiosity did the exact opposite of shame. It helped me see the opportunities, not pitfalls, or the unknown and taking the road less traveled. If you want to let go of anxiety and your self-doubt, invite peace and confidence in. If you want to let go of a past relationship, invite a loving relationship. If you want to let go of the lazy and dull version of yourself, invite an active and energetic version of you. This can be done step by step. For example, let's say that you want to move on from an ex-love. And again, that's something that I've struggled with, especially on um, closure. Now, that doesn't mean that I have been able to be in another relationship, but sometimes it does. um, It does. uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it. Um, It hurts sometimes because you don't want to blame the person you're with now for things that um, a previous partner has done to you. Now, maybe your focus isn't on attracting a new partner directly, but rather on inviting a happier, healthier, and more loving version of yourself. Then once you feel ready, you can invite in the relationship that you long for. Now, it's important for you to focus on what you desire. It's frustrating to replay mistakes over and over in your mind. It's frustrating to cling to things from the past. It's frustrating when you try really, really hard, but are unable to move on. Not only does that taint your future, but it also steals the joy from this present moment. Now, instead of trying harder to let go, accept fully where you are right now. Then invite what you desire. Imagine, visualize, and fantasize what you'd love to have instead in your life. Now, Tony Robbins is is a pretty cool dude, and he said, where focus grows, energy flows. So I'm here to tell you today, focus on the wanted, not the unwanted, and always remember your power and that you got this.